Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, awareness. Mind aware. Field awareness. Game awareness. Time and time and score awareness. I think that's what I'm getting around to. I like that answer, Joe. <laughs> I I think there's top twenty five talent at certain positions, but it's hard to stay in the top twenty five when you're depending upon true freshmen to be starters. Um, you know, there's. An old adage that for every freshman you start, you're going to lose a football game, and I think I think there's some truth to that. I think it's it's lessened over the last few years, but I think that if you're going to you know if you're going to be a a top 25 team for an entire year, um, that you've got to have some experience and you've got to have guys that have played, and you know just because you're in your third or fourth year, uh, that doesn't mean that you've got a lot of game experience. And you go down that Miami roster, and I think that shows up, and I think that's that's one thing that has possibly led to, to the last couple losses that Miami has had. And it's, uh, you know, it was, we thought that we, meaning the Hurricanes, rebuilt uh, in, in Coach Cristobal's first year, and they did a, a lot of rebuilding that year, but Again, now there was a whole other, basically a whole other staff and a, and a team that was basically about more than half of it was was redone. And you know, there's some there's some growing pains that come with that when you're when you're rebuilding a program. But I think uh, overall, there's we've got a great foundation and and the, and the right leaderships in place. Um, what has uh, cost the University of Miami the last two weeks? Uh, pretty simple. Turnovers and and penalties. That's it. Turnovers and penalties. You end up playing on short field, allowing the opponent to be on short fields, and because of penalties, you're playing on long fields or worse, ex- allowing an extra set of downs for the opponent. So the extra set of downs goes into two categories. One, it either leads to a touchdown for the opponent, or <laughs> It also just takes away from your offense, right? It takes another possession away from your offense, and we now have new rules with the clock. You can't afford to be losing possessions on penalties that are not um, football savvy. No, and, and and I agree with you. And you know, you go. I mean, there's unfortunately the running back position the last two weeks has turned the ball over 
really in in the most crucial situations. You know, we had Don Chaney and his fumble with uh, against Georgia Tech, and then you have Henry Parrish and both of the uh, the same thing at the goal line. And you know, the thing is, is that Miami with Henry's. Um, they end up chasing that seven points the whole the whole the right. rest of the Correct. rest of the game. Right. You know they're chasing that because you go in and you're up by ten. Now you've got a whole another whole another conversation in that uh, North Carolina locker room about how we're going to approach this, and you know the, the risk factor uh, is is far less with uh, being behind three points than it is being behind uh, ten. So. Uh, there's, you know, it's, there's, there's, if I, if you, if you really boil it down, you can't have top 20, top 20 defenses and top 20 offenses and top 25 special teams. And if you want to negate all your success and all your productivity, turn the football over and have foolish penalties. That's the, that's, that's the kiss of death. Right, you're last. You're last in the league in it turnover really margin. Yeah, last in the league in turnover margin, and 108th in the country in penalties. And these are penalties that can be avoided. Now, I I told you earlier today. You know, I kind of rallied around Corey Flag last week against two weeks ago against Georgia Tech. I thought, you know, come on, uh, you see that all the time. Same with Jacoby George on the sideline. Um, not so much for Keontra Smith. He's in his plate. Saturday's game was his 44th career game for the University of Miami. And bumping somebody along the, uh, when, you know, when they're coming out, uh, he's going on. The other guy, you know, both of them are supposed to be going. One's coming on, one's supposed to be going off. And then bumping and pushing in the head, pushing in the face mask after you have just got one of the great, um, stops up to that point. A great call, a big blitz. You, you're probably going to get the ball at the opponent's 45-yard line. Instead, it's an extra set of downs for them. When you eventually get the ball back, more time is off the clock and you get the ball at the 35. That that that's just you just can't have that kind of play. No, you, you can't. And and when you have the penalties that are are controllable. Now, you know, I think there's. There's situations where you have a penalty, and you know if it's an effort penalty or if it's a penalty, you know I think holding calls sometimes can be very very questionable. Um, but you know you've got personal fouls or can be borderline. But you do something like you mentioned, and you ju- you just can't have that. You just can't have it. And and it just they just build all the all the negative plays build and what does it do you know you see what it does to the scoreboard you see what it does to the field position but you also see what it does to the confidence level I mean it it, it erodes the confidence that you've built I mean you you're and and so do the fumbles I mean it's you just got to dig yourself back out of the hole again is is really what you're setting yeah. yourself up to do and. I go back, you know, uh, to me, you know, the Henry Parrish deal, that that's that was that was the one that that really started it. That's, that's the one that made it. Oh, it, it made it's 7-7, seven, seven, right? So that's 7-7. Uh, seven, seven. You do take the lead. Miami has a 14-7 lead 
on Carolina. Maybe it's 21-7. to And as we said uh, all of last week and during the pregame, Carolina is best when you're chasing them. They're not great when they are trying to come from behind. But Miami uh, got ahead by three, put a little bit of pressure on it, but that's that's just not enough. Too much game is left. 21-7, hmm, now maybe they got to come out of what they're doing a little bit. What, um, you know, Joe, the, the, other, the other side of it, too, is that when you're, when you're dealing with penalties and you start getting behind on the road, and people, I don't know that people realize, like you and I do, because we're fortunate to be in these environments, but it is a big, big deal to have to come from behind on the road. And you say, well, you, you know, it's all, it's all on the field. No, it's really not all on the field. It's, it's on the field, and you've got to deal with the noise. Um, that affected Miami. There was, there was a noise factor there. Um, you're dealing with the, the crowd, and, uh, you know, you really, we really don't have a whole lot to say about officiating in this ball game because uh, North Carolina had 147 yards. yards or whatever it was. <laughs> I mean, they, they were uh, – the penalty-wise, penalty it was, it was uh, lopsided in the favor, fortunately, of, of North Carolina. But, you know, overall, you know, the, the, the first half of that ball game for Miami – um, the penalties were Miami had seven for 69. There seemed to have happened at the worst time. And, and North Carolina was 14 of 147. So uh, both probably too many for, for both sides of the football. And, and as you mentioned about that one, uh, that, that was really crucial. But, you know, you, 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 you got to take what you, you can out of the football game and you got to learn from it. And you got to continue to evaluate your roster. And you got to continue to try and build depth at the receiver spot. I, I talked to Coach um, Dawson today, and you know he's, you know he's. They, he mentioned to us last week. You know we've got to get Horton into the mix more. We've got to get Smith into the mix. We got to get. Uh, we're looking to try and get Tyler Harrell some more opportunities. And you know the play count has gone up significantly the last couple weeks. I mean Miami was in the 80s as far as plays and before that we were averaging about 65 so that's that's a you know another basically another quarter of football has been played so once once we started getting into the into conference we were playing low count games which were working out um in our behalf but now you've got to start building some more depth and getting some help in that in those areas as far as depth goes so these guys don't get tired out and it's the same thing on on offense as defense, you need to build depth on both sides. I'd like to see Brashard Smith get a little more time uh, for this reason. I, I think he does have good speed. Miami does not have, or has not, at least so far through the first six games, have not demonstrated uh, the, the ability to break the long run. Parrish's longest run is 37 yards. I think he went for 27 the other night against Carolina. Don Chaney's longest run is 36 yards. A.J. Allen's longest run is 16 yards. Chris Johnson, 11 carries. His longest run is 27 yards. One way to avoid all the stuff we're talking about, penalties and, and uh, turnovers, score fast. Instead of a nine-play drive, score in five. 
Um, so maybe that player is on the roster. Maybe that player is not on the roster. I don't know. I looked at uh, one of the guys that leads the country in rushing and running back from Notre Dame, and just by comparison, his long run is 80 yards. And so I don't know that Miami has anybody that can score from their side of the 50, right? To, to break that 75-yard run, um, I don't know if they have the Duke Johnson or you know Travis Homer is pretty good at that. Um, these guys are a little more powerful, a little more downhill running, but that element is something they probably maybe they find it, maybe they don't find it this year. I'm not I'm not sure. Well, you know, you talk about explosive plays, and if you go back to the last couple of weeks again, that's probably what's been missing out of the Miami offense. Um, you could you could throw that on on. Um, you know, that end with the, the penalties and, of course, the, the giveaway-takeaway category. To me, that's the number one thing. You're not winning football games when you're when it's 4-0 or 3-0 in the giveaway-takeaway. You're just not doing it. You just you just are not – it's not going to happen. But you, you talk about explosive plays. Um, Marion Hampton, he had a long run of 60 yards in that ball game. Their, their other back, um, Walker, he had a long run of 20. Uh, and, and you look at uh, Devontae Walker, the, who was playing in his second game, you know, he, he's a guy that produces 132 yards, but he had a long of 56, and they had Jones right. had a long of 48. And, yep. you know, Miami's longest, Miami's longest play from scrimmage, thank goodness, was, was when Brashard Smith hit the 54-yarder, and, and he was able to get a touchdown. But, you know, Henry Parrish had one long run of 29 yards, and um, you see what those long runs do. I mean, uh, Hampton had a 60-yard run. That's more than what Miami was allowing as an average for an entire football game coming into that game. <laughs> right? I mean, that, that's yeah. what the number yeah. tells you. That's right. Yeah. And it makes life a lot easier when you break those long runs. And um, Miami has not been able to do that just yet. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll uh, try to solve some technical issues also. We'll take a break uh, on the show here. Don Bailey Jr. Uh, with us. Danny Garcia is our producer. Miami and Clemson on Saturday night. 8 o'clock kickoff. We're on the air at 4 p.m. Coming up tonight at 7.40 from the ACC Network. Former Florida State quarterback E.J. Manuel. Knowles have a big game this week. They will um, they'll play Duke. We'll talk to uh, E.J. about the Hurricanes as well as we continue on the show right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, Hour number two of the show. Danny Garcia, our producer, EJ Manuel, joins us at 7.40. Canes and Clemson on Saturday, 8 o'clock kickoff, 4 p.m. Uh, pregame show, third straight night game. I can't figure out college football. I don't know what the prime game is anymore. Prime time game is. I don't know if it's 12 noon, 3.30, 7.30, or 8 o'clock. I think ESPN and Fox are in some sort of a programming war, so they just keep flip-flopping games around. Uh, so I, I don't know what time the best best time to play is. I like three thirty. Uh, I'm a uh, I'm a noon on the road and a three thirty at home. <laughs> well, on the road, you you're not noon. You're like eight a.m. Yeah, I'd like an eight a.m. That'd be yeah. that'd be perfect, Joe. Yeah, that'd be perfect for me. <laughs> you're right. I uh, I used to like the night games. I'm beginning to drift toward noon games. I don't know. All I know is Clemson's coming in here. It's a Saturday night. University of Miami kind of built their reputation on Saturday night football. And uh, I guess I'm just almost short on like begging people to go to the game. I understand they've lost two in a row. And, you know, that's unacceptable. I get it. I understand all that. Uh, I did the games when they – I was part of the 58-game home winning streak. I understand it. Um. You only get seven of these, and the program's not where it was in 2001 or where it was in 1993 or 1987. It's, it's not those days yet. Uh, you get to those days slowly, surely. They have the coach, by the way. I was out on my bike rides, and I'm thinking, this is the guy everybody in the world wanted. This was the coach everybody in South Florida demanded to have. Former players, we got to have somebody that has uh, – that. Um, drip blood on the green tree practice field. Well, they got him. They got the guys. You know, let him do his job and then go support him. Uh, I don't. I'm not even. I, I, don't, I can't make it road. any easier than that. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not even going to go down the road about the right guy or whatever. He is. He's not. The, he's the perfect guy. And and you've got to let him build the team, and you've got to let him do it his way. And you have to give him the opportunity to to get his players in place and his staff in place and resurrect a program. That's what he's doing. It's not. This was not ever deemed to be a quick fix. And 
if you if you can't tell me that we're not a better team than last year, then you didn't look at any of the football games last year, and you haven't looked at any of them this year. This team has improved greatly, and you you still look at what's out there in college football, and you look at the talent pool on the teams, and I mean, pretty simple for me. I mean, there was a, a guy, Tez Walker, who was for North Carolina. The guy hadn't played, but one he played. Uh, the, you know, week last week he played for him and had, I guess, five catches. But this is a guy that steps onto the field uh, in his second game at North Carolina, has six catches for 132 yards and three touchdowns. Do you think he'd start for Miami? I do. What I saw, he'd start for Miami, or he sure would help him. Um, so, I mean, it's not like the teams that were playing there. Uh, North Carolina don't have talent, Joe. They've got they've got talent there. They got talent at the quarterback spot. He's going to be a top five or ten pick. They had talent at the running back spot. He got rushed for 197 yards. And here's the other side of it. This is Mac Brown's fifth year. Fifth year. This is his, last year. He was nine and one and lost the last four football games. And he's. Uh, and that was with a new defensive coordinator and an established offensive coordinator. And this year he's got uh, his defense is doing a lot better under Gene Chizik in year two. And he's got a new offensive coordinator. And it helps when you have outstanding talent that he has built. He's built that team. And he's been allowed to build it. And that's what Miami's doing. They're building their football team. And they're doing it through both avenues. They're doing a, as good a job as can be done in the country in the portal. And they're certainly doing as good a job as they can do when it comes to recruiting high school players. And you're just going to have to be patient, and you're going to have to support this football team until until the blueprint is is completed, and Mario Cristobal and his staff can start going in and and winning big time games. And I hate to remind you because it bothers me. Miami was ranked 25 going in, and North Carolina was ranked 12. Today, North Carolina's in the top 10, Miami's unranked. And that's where we're at. I mean, it's just, it's, it's what it is. And if you're not going and, and if you're going to miss an opportunity to see Miami play Clemson, then you're missing a great opportunity for a great college football game, period. That's it. It's going to be a great game Saturday night, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And we're going to dive into Clemson here in a moment. I'll go down this path one more time because I understand some of the frustration. Um, the program kind of over the last however many years kind of gets to a certain spot and then wobbles. Randy Shannon gets to 2009, I think it is, gets to 9-3, and three, kick a couple of games away that could have been 10 or 11. Al Golden, I don't remember what year it was, 12-13, gets off to a pretty good start, kicks a few games away, back-to-back loss to Florida State, Virginia Tech, Goes nine and three, loses the bowl game. Probably could have got to ten, maybe. Coach Richt, he gets, uh, he gets, you know, has a, one great season there. Uh, actually, you know, builds off of his first season, second season, really good. Third season wobbles. So you go, oh, this season kind of looks like those. The difference is going to be this. The difference is going to be that um, the talent's not going to stop coming in. Mario is not going to let the talent drop off. The talent's going to continue to get better. All of those uh, problems were 
um, the talent was either run off, scared off, so you couldn't build. I think Morrow's going to continue to build. And uh, the other part of that will be sometimes there's addition by subtraction. And some of these players that have made the same mistakes over and over and over either will be moving on because of graduation and running out of eligibility or probably just move on until you get to the point where your team is filled with like-minded players, more playmakers, and more guys that understand football situations. So I think that's where we are heading. Clemson is going to be a great opponent coming up on Saturday. And as I mentioned in the first hour, here's what you need to know about Clemson. They've outgained every opponent. They can run the ball. They can stop the run. Their quarterback is growing. And they've got a great punter. i got to throw that in there because this guy's going to change, change the game. He's going to change the field position. He's knocked it inside the 29 times, and he's hit 50 yards or more seven times. So um, 16 of his 23 punts have affected the game. And so that's going to be a sidebar part of it. The quarterback, Klubnik, is blossoming. The reason they have lost is turnover margin. So uh, whoever turns the ball over on Saturday is going to be the loser of the game. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I, I think you can almost say that for every game that's left on Miami's schedule. Um, I look at, at Clemson and their, you know, their defensive front is – Here's an example. Clemson's lost two football games, the same amount that Miami has lost. Their, enti- their defensive front, their defensive linemen, when you, when you look at that, the starting front four, graduate, 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 graduate. So you've got four guys that have been there five years. That's just starting from defensive end to defensive end. And then, you know, you, 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 that's the first team group. And then you, you go to the linebacking core. You've got a junior, a junior, and a junior. Guys that are, and that's, you know, Jeremiah Trotter, who's been there for, he's a, he's a junior. And then you've got the Barrett Carter, who's excellent. And, and the nickel guy, I threw him in that mix. You know, he's a, he's a junior. And you go to the, you go to the, you go to the secondary and, and the first team in the secondary, Joe, one player is a sophomore. Everybody else is a grad student, a senior, and a, and a junior. So you've got one sophomore out of your starting 11. Everybody else, and you have one sophomore, one junior, then you've got fourth-year guys and fifth-year guys. So they have, they have really lined up this roster for another championship run. Now, that's not going to happen because they lost two football games already. And you go, you go peel back the layers against Florida State. They should have beat Florida State. They, they should have beat no, uh, Duke. I mean, Duke probably caught them at the best time they could possibly catch them. But Florida State, they held Florida State to 22 yards rushing yeah. for the game. So this is, a, this is an outstanding defense that Miami's going to have their hands full with. Dabo says, he says, hey, listen, we are, we are built – for the future, we are built for success. He says we are, we are built um, to last. So, a built to last program. He 
he thinks he's doing it the right way, but he's kind of, kind of trying to pressure him into, you know, the the portal. I think he's figured out um, maybe one of the reasons he doesn't need the portal is because of what you just mentioned. His guys don't leave early unless they're an automatic first rounder for the most part. Seems to me that they stay in his program. When you stay in the program, then your program has roots. Yeah, you know, the thing is that they their decision about about the portal is I believe it's going to change. I believe that you have to go, you have to go to the portal uh, to fill in some gaps. Now, fortunately there's a few teams and Clemson's one of them that hasn't had to do that as of yet, but you look at, just go back to the Tez Walker for North Carolina, Joe, and how that changed, how that changed that entire roster, that entire offense. I mean, can you imagine, um, you know, you take that receiver that came in. Can you imagine being at the halfway point of your season? You're undefeated, and you bring a guy in there. His first two uh, games has has uh, 11, 11 catches for over 200 yards, and he hadn't been he hadn't started a game for you. You know, and and what he's going to do the infusion of of fresh legs, the infusion of talent from the halfway point on for North Carolina going to make a difference and you've got to look for guys like that if you can make your football team better i think it's your responsibility to do it however you can clemson trying to avoid losing more than two conference games for the first time since 2010 when they finished four and four in acc play against wake forest they did not have um sheridan jones or nate wiggins their two top corners they played toriano pride and Jaden. Lucas at the corner. I don't know what the status of Jones and Wiggins are for the Miami game. They had a bye week, so I imagine they uh, got a case of MR, miraculous recovery. Well, um, you know, you, you look at this and you've got to you got to look at it as Miami is, is going to have to just you just got to take it one game at a time. It'd be unfortunate if Miami loses three conference games, but they very well might. Uh, whether it's this one or, or one. Uh, next, next week or, or three weeks from now, you, you, you have no idea. You know, the unfortunate thing when you talk about the conferences is the Miami's loss to um, Georgia Tech, you know, unfortunately uh, was a conference loss. But you're going to have to overcome that, and your record is what it is right now. And at the end of the day, you just got to keep you got to keep working towards making it right. And if you're able to get through October and – and beat Clemson and beat uh, West Virginia and, and beat Virginia. Excuse me. Then, then you've got a you know you're two and two for the month of October, and um, you know that that that's you beat Clemson. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. You beat Clemson, and specifically this football team, that you have made an accomplishment because they are they have been groomed and they've been coached and they've been taught and they've been mentored to win championships, and you can see it. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Another segment with DBJ, also EJ Manuel on the show tonight. Miami and Clemson on Saturday, 8 o'clock, 4 p.m. We'll be on the air. Uh, in college life, you want to be the big man on campus in South Florida. You want to be the big man in South Florida, or you want to be the big man on the road. And if you want to be the big man on the road or the big man in South Florida and enjoy the South Florida lifestyle, then you need to go check out 
Williamson Buick GMC. New Buick models are arriving every single day at Williamson. Uh, they're absolutely going to have the Buick you're looking for, an Encore, the Envision, an Enclave, and much more. Or you want to go the truck way, then you want to go with GMC. GMC, we're a professional grade. GMC, you'll be the king of the road without question in a Yukon, a Sierra, a Terrain, an Acadia, or a Canyon. So whether it's a Buick or the GMC, this much is for sure. You'll enjoy the South Florida lifestyle. Because Ed Williamson and his staff will make sure that you get the best experience, a first-class experience, first-class experience in sales, first-class experience in customer service. Because nobody does it better than Ed Williamson and his uh, crew at Williamson Buick GMC. So experience the new Buick or the GMC from your premier Buick dealership or your premier GMC dealership. Williamson Buick GMC, located on US-1, just south of the Palmetto GMC. We are professional grade. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, big one on Saturday. Clemson comes to town. Kate Klubnick is getting better with each game out. Uh, Dabo thinks he's got a great quarterback, but I'll tell you what interests me. Uh, Klubnik is one thing, and he's averaging uh, 228 yards a game through the air. He's second in the league, I believe, in um, total offense. But these two running backs, Shipley and Moffa, Shipley gets all the headlines, but Moffa's he's 230 pounds of power. Miami just saw that last week with Carolina. So they got to get Moffa on the ground. They do, Joe, and it's, um, you know, what a great backfield combination they have. I think. Shipley, to me, I, when I've seen him play quite a few times, and he's one of the most underrated guys, I think, in college football. I think on the national stage, he's not appreciated enough. The guy's got 29 touchdowns and over 2,000 career yards already, but his ability to, to, to touch, uh, catch the football, he, at one point he was returning kicks, and he's just so explosive and hard to knock off his feet. And they've, they've put you know the thunder and lightning together, and, and Moffa's bigger than – the guy we saw last week, and I think he's every bit as fast. And I think that that's, you know, a good combination. And the thing about Klubnik that you, you throw into that equation, our fans are going to see that he can run the football. I mean, he is, he is talented and he is a, I would really label him as a, du- a dual threat quarterback. You know, he doesn't run it uh, as much, as many quarterback called runs as you would think. For somebody to be labeled like that, but when he's got to pull it down and go, he can go. Yeah, um, as we sit here on a Tuesday night, I'm counting on Van Dyke to play on Saturday. I know he got a little banged up, but um, I feel confident that we'll see him 
And uh, but their their defense, as Coach Cristobal said, their defense they strangle the run, and then they crush the quarterback. Yeah, and they really crush the quarterback on third down. Their third down packages. Um, <clears throat> I was watching some of that today, and <laughs> they're off the charts. I mean, they they simply come after you. They 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 basically dare you. They basically dare you to run, they basically dare you to throw, and they basically challenge you at the wideout position that they're going to get some takeaways. And they play they play the game on that side of the football like they should. They're, there's one sophomore and one junior, and everybody else is, uh, is either a senior or a redshirt senior, and those guys play like it. And, and it's not like you look at a guy that's been there four or five years He's been in playoff games. He's been in championship games. He's been in ACC championship games. So they've seen big-time opponents. They, they're going to run out. Wherever they run out, they're not intimidated. Uh, Garrett, Garrett Riley's our offensive coordinator, the same guy that went to the national championship game last season uh, at TCU. And I asked Mario yesterday about him, about the, their uh, philosophy. It's the same. He said, yeah, he runs the same stuff. Uh, I, I think the difference is – they haven't been Clemson hasn't been quite as good at wide receiver as TCU was a year ago. But that being said, they have found this freshman Tyler Brown, who's made a lot of plays for them, and I think they're going to get uh, Antonio Williams back. So they'll be at full strength at wide receiver. And they got the kid from Gibbons who's playing pretty good. He really is, and I think the what's kept them from tipping the scale is that the the injury that player you mentioned because he he he's by far in my opinion the best player uh in, in that group but <clears throat> they have not lacked they don't lack speed at that position they don't lack size at that position and you're still trying to to blend a new quarterback and i know he started a game last year and he was around last year um but he's still what has he started six or seven games now in his career so you, you've still got a guy that's relatively young, even though he was as high a rated quarterback coming out of high school as anybody in his class. He's still he's still getting acclimated to the game, and, it, and it's a big difference. And that's why I think that you see so much of Clemson depending upon the run because that takes the pressure off the quarterback. Yeah, uh, last time they were here to face Miami was what the the disaster game, right? The they were here last year in the Orange Bowl game, but they haven't played Miami at home in a while since the stadium has been redone. So it gets back to uh, maybe Klubnik will have a little problem hearing his, uh, uh, getting his signals off. Uh, we'll see. Hey, what do you think about um, uh, the other game that's going to be played at about the same time as, as our game? is going to be Duke and Florida State. Uh, Florida State's a double-digit favorite. Duke is allowing like nine points a game. I don't think I don't think their quarterback is going to play. Florida State scored I think thirty-one points, at least thirty-one points in every game. It's in Tallahassee. Mike Elko's getting a lot of uh, a lot of publicity. Uh, they they have a veteran team. He keeps it pretty simple. They do uh, some of the things that Miami hasn't done. They run. They don't they don't get penalized, and um, they stop the run. Because they can't throw without Riley Leonard. Well, I, I think when you look at it, to me, Riley Leonard is the offense. I mean, he's he's a a little bit of a a little bit of a different version, I would say, than uh, than Drake May, but ba- basically holds the same importance 
to his team. I, I, I just believe that. And we've, we got a taste of him, and I've seen him play a few times. And he's a guy, and, and I don't want to say he's, you know, he's a poor man's version of that, but he's a guy that if, if he's not on the field, you're, you're losing probably 10 to 14 points. Everything else that Elko does, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, he's really – that's the side that he's elevated on. And Riley, Riley is, is the guy that's elevated the offensive side of the football. So I think that, you know, you're going to go and you're going to, you're going to play Florida State, and I don't, I don't care who you are. It, do, it, do, it really doesn't matter. Right now they've got a an, an very experienced quarterback who has changed his, his game completely. And how has he changed it? He's, he has gotten older, he's gotten more experienced, and they've helped him change it. They've helped him change it by simply making sure that he's got a running game that takes pressure off of him, and then they've got a ton of speed on the outside. Yeah, I don't know what Duke's path to victory is in that game, to be honest with you, other than Florida State helping him. Clemson's probably going to have to help Miami a little bit on Saturday as well, but I'm not sure what the uh, path to, uh, what the path to victory is for Duke. Florida State to forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I, I don't mean to be, you know, it's not like I'm a giant Florida State fan by any means, but, you know, like I said, I think that, I think that when I looked at the Duke Clemson game, that looked like a giant win, and it, and it was, and it was set up perfectly, but, but it, it wasn't what it seems. And I think if Clemson played Duke, uh, you know, 10 times, uh, Clemson probably wins eight of them. Um, you know, you look at, you look at Florida state and, and they're just continuing to get better. Um, you know, Trey Benson's a big back, uh, you know, he's 223 pound guy and had 990 yards last year. And I think Jordan Travis has really been, the best thing that he did was he stuck around for his fifth year. He's a redshirt senior, and and he and he's been very, very, very productive. Their their offensive line, you know, they've got a bunch of redshirt juniors and redshirt seniors. So that whole offensive line, everybody has an R in front of their name, and everybody's been there. Meaning in college, I can't say they've been exactly there, but has been in college four or five. And some of them had been six years uh, on, on some of these teams, but their experience there and then their defense, Joe, you know, the, the Jared verse came back. He's the guy that had transferred in the, the defensive end. He's still a, a phenomenal football player. And you, you look at their defensive line. Those guys are, are, are red shirted seniors. So everything has, you know, you look at Florida state, they, they had a bunch of wins last year. They're undefeated this year. For Coach Norvell, they've stacked a bunch of recruiting classes and they've stacked a bunch of portal guys on top of each other. And they felt that this was going to be the year that they were going to make a run. And through the halfway point, they are. Well, right now it's Carolina and Florida State uh, headed for the championship game. And the uh, similarities are uh, dynamic quarterbacks. Uh, Both have a a dynamic quarterback. Mac Brown's had Sam Howe, now he's had Drake May. So uh, Howe's playing in the NFL, Drake May's going to play in the NFL. Uh, 
unless one of those, you know, gets sidetracked. Carolina, I think, has has Duke remaining. Florida State has uh, the University of Miami remaining. Uh, the, the University of Miami will be the final um, conference game of the year for Florida State. Well, that's going to be a that's going to be a barn burner. But you know, one thing that I'm seeing that's a commonality amongst these teams that are playing extremely well is that they are older football teams. And you, I just went through the the, the roster and told you how experienced the offensive line was for Florida State. You look at the same thing at Duke, and you know their their left tackle is a senior. Their left guard's a graduate. Their center's a graduate. Their right guard's a graduate. Their right tackle's a graduate. These guys have all been there together. The quarterback's a junior. You know, the running back's a graduate guy. The, the You got a redshirt senior in Calhoun. You remember him. He, he's been uh, very, very successful. And you go down the list, you go down the list at, on, on defense, they've got a couple sophomores. Everybody else is juniors and seniors and graduates. So, Again, if you're going to go back and, and look at this, that's basically what Mac Brown's done at, at, uh, at North Carolina, and that's how you win the championships. You and I have said forever and ever that the older teams usually win, and they win because they've learned how to win. They've been in a bunch of games, and it's very, very, very uh, beneficial for, for your team to have a bunch of experienced guys. All right, we'll see what happens on Saturday. I'll see you in the uh, see you in the booth on Saturday. Yes, sir. And uh, enjoy your meeting. I will. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, we'll continue on the show. When we come back, we'll talk more about this game, Miami and Clemson, and the ACC. Uh, former Seminole quarterback in from the ACC Network, EJ Manuel, uh, who I believe lives in South Florida now, joins us next here on the Hurricane Hotline. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 